Hey there, I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. And this is New Perspectives, where we take a new look at age-old problems. If you want to be a huge help to us today as we helped you be freed up to shine light and ignite change, hit that like button, subscribe, or share it wherever you are watching from. Today, the age-old problem that we're going to look at is forgive. I feel like what we hear about forgiveness is just forgive and forget. And I just do not like that way of thinking. Why is that? Because I don't think you can just, I, I believe there is power in forgiveness. I don't believe that power includes forgetting mm -hmm. the trauma or the hurt or the pain or the experience that you had. I do believe forgiveness is, is powerful. I've experienced mm -hmm. it in my life. I've received it and I've given it and it's extremely powerful. But in all of those in instances, I, forgetting had nothing to do with forgiving. Uh huh. So how, how do you reconcile that with um, just carrying this heavy backpack of pain around with you? Yeah. What's, the, what's the line between carrying it around and almost using it as like the next trump card? Yeah. So um, I remember growing up in Sandy Ridge, North Carolina, and I felt like I was the only child who was raised with a single parent. My mom raised me and my sister. My dad left when I was two. Um, and I remember, like, I don't know if why they would do this, but the guidance counselor would, like, single you out and be like, you have a single mom. Do you realize that puts you at risk for dropping out of high school? And I'm like, I'm in second grade. No, I didn't know that, you know? like. Um, but it's just this idea that everything I did in life, I didn't feel like I was quite good enough because my dad wasn't there. Um, I, even as a teenager, like I remember everything, like just like having a relationship and, and just like constantly thinking about like, how am I going to mess this up? Or what, you know, like that part of, of what I bring to everything is, is this history of my dad leaving all three of us when I was a young, a young child. And what forgiveness did as a young adult, I remember the moment when I was actually sitting in a counselor's office because I was angry and mad and lived so much of my life like that. And, and she told me, I was like, I just don't think I have the strength to forgive and forget. And she said, then just forgive. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she's like, then don't forget. Like no one's asking you to forget the pain. We're just asking you to forgive it, to let it go, to quit dragging this part of your relationship into every other aspect of your life. Like, I'm never going to be good enough at this because I might be like my dad and quit. Or I'm never going to be a good enough mom because I might walk out on my kids. Like, these were rational things that I was actually thinking that had nothing to do with who I actually was, but was completely connected to that thing I was carrying in my backpack. And so what does it look like to sit the backpack down, unzip it, Pick that thing you've carried up around. Like, I do not like my dad for leaving us. Take that big old brick out of your backpack, sit it down, zip your backpack back up and go on. It doesn't change the fact that my dad left when I was two. It doesn't change the fact that I lived my life thinking I wasn't good enough. Like I remember all of those things. But now when I look at my children, I think there's absolutely no way in the world I would leave you. Like there's no way in the world I would, I would leave you. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to do things that hurt you or that cause you pain. But that doesn't 
mean like that has all the control anymore. When I'm in a relationship with you, my husband, like no longer does it mean like I'm worried about like us being together or what divorce might look like or what, like that's not what defines our relationship anymore. It's love because I've let go of that heavy piece of, of my dad, like carrying it everywhere. So I've not forgot that that was a piece mm -hmm. of my history, but I've let go of, of carrying that weight with me everywhere, thinking it was mine to carry in the first place. Mm -hmm. Have you, as you have taken steps beyond where you dropped off that weight, <laughs> um, do you find yourself though forgetting? Yes. And that's, that's the power in forgiveness is that now when I look at my relationship with my children or my relationship with my spouse, I think about different things than this deficiency that I thought I was bringing with me because of what I experienced in my relationship with my dad. Like instead I, I think like I am capable of love. I'm capable of being loved and loving well. I'm capable of being strong and steadfast no matter what the circumstances. Um, so I, I began to forget that my experiences in my childhood maybe don't line up with that, but it doesn't mean that I can't be different anymore. Yeah. It doesn't have that power over my life to define who I am. So I don't, I don't have to deny that it happened, but it doesn't define me either. Hmm. That's helpful. I know one thing that I have, have heard and read about um, as kind of a reaction um, to this woke culture, uh, I mean, I use that kind of in quotation marks, is, you know, especially on, like, college campuses, this, like, highly offended, like, everything. Um, I can take offense to it, and it almost leads into, like, it's, like, who can be the biggest victim in this mm. situation? Um, just, like, in a big cultural sense, like, how do we operate where we acknowledge wrongs, but yet also don't live in such a way that we, like, seek out being offended it's really and, interesting and, and find forgiveness it's really interesting that you said a college campus because what when I think college campus I think of these young adults carrying backpacks around mm. on their backs and most of them have a computer with yeah. Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and you know all these places where these people put these like comments that make no sense so they literally have a log of everything everybody said in their backpack um, you know, you can pull up the Twitter video, you can pull up this, and, and you're literally carrying with you, yeah. you've got your phone and your laptop, and you can pull up anybody's history or what they've said. In 20 years, somebody can pull up what we're recording right now yeah. and, like, may use it against us. And so I think what I would say is in the same way that I was putting this heavy stone in a, this imaginary backpack, like... It's not imaginary anymore. It's real. And the hurt is there. And so there are two choices that you have. Pretend like it doesn't hurt, like it doesn't hurt or you don't care, which is how some of us were raised, right? Like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt mm -hmm. me. Like we know that's not true, right? Yeah. But it's like it, it, in that is this pretend like what they said don't, doesn't matter and doesn't hurt you. So that's one way to deal with it. And we know that doesn't work. And the second way is to be defined by it. Every single time somebody says something about you, pull up your computer, pull up your laptop, pull up your phone and say, this is what you said and it's wrong and it hurt me. And close it back and put it in your backpack and carry it with you everywhere. Carry that weight with you everywhere and you will live your life exhausted 
and worn out because you've carried every bit of that mess on your own back. It's not yours to carry. Yeah. And so I think my advice would be don't pretend like it doesn't hurt. We know that advice doesn't work. But also don't let that define you. Like what somebody else says about you being a, a person of color or an indigenous person or a woman or your sexuality, what people say about you doesn't define who you are. You get to define who you are and God gets to define who you are and they don't get to do that anymore. So quit letting them take that from you. Um, quit letting them, you know, pick something out of your jar and decide that's theirs to take. It's not theirs to take or to have. And so I think claiming who we are is just as important as unzipping our backpacks and letting some things go is to say, actually, I'm not going to let you have that piece of, of what I, what I am or who I am. I'm not going to let that define me. That's helpful. Is it? Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's a step. It's not, it's a little metaphorical still, but yeah, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so what, what do you need to, what have you done? That's, like what is actually taking it out of the backpack look like? I've not been able to successfully do it all by myself. Um, I'm a pastor, and so there are things that people have said to me about the way I do my job, or um, even the things I've, and I've not, I'm not saying I'm a perfect pastor, I've gotten it right all the time, but there have been moments when people have said things that have really, really hurt me. Um, and I've not been able yet by myself to just sit down and figure out how to do that by myself. I've done it in counseling or with someone who's called a spiritual director. We've sort of worked through that process in, in prayer and meditation. And, um, you know, I've, I've worked on forgiveness in those places. Um, so maybe forgiveness all by yourself in your room, in your journal, maybe that's possible for some people. But for me, it's been sort of owning that and working through it with somebody else, helping me set it down. Because I, I would love to say I forgive and forget about it. You know, that's I would I wish that's the way it worked, but you don't really forget. And so I think when you're working with the counselor or the spiritual director or you're being really honest with a friend, they can say, Hey, you said you forgave them, but here's a little piece of how that's creeping into your life right now. Yeah. So for me in my own life, I find at times when I keep talking about it, it actually is a sign that I'm not forgiving or forgetting mm. and so for someone like me what would you say when you, it sounds like the process is to like keep talking about it so for me it's not been to keep talking about it it's to be really serious in the moment about okay. why it hurt you what because when you hurt someone you take something from like when you skin your knee the sidewalk takes skin off of your okay. knee right so when you've been hurt you feel like something has been taken from you you're your innocence, your honesty, your best effort, like some, when you've been hurt, something, someone has taken something from you. And it's just saying, hey, that's actually not yours to take. And so for me, it's not about talking about it forever. It's just acknowledging like, I thought my dad took that piece of my childhood from me, but he wasn't there to take it. So he didn't actually take it. So I can forgive him. I can let go of that, of what I imagined it would be like, and I can just live into what actually is. And it's this relationship that I don't, like, I didn't imagine having with my dad, but 
that's the way it is. And so I live in this relationship where we're essentially estranged from one another. Mm -hmm. And that's just the reality of it. But that doesn't mean he's taken something from me because of that. Hmm. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, so I think being really honest about what it is they took from you and asking yourself, is that something like I'm, I was actually willing to give away? So how did you make this shift from getting even or getting revenge to letting go? One of the things that I had to do with my therapist is write a letter. And there was a sense to which, to start with, I was like, rah, 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 like could write all these things. Like I just wanted him to know every single thing he did wrong. And I remember looking at that letter and being like, like, he doesn't care probably. Who cares? Like, what do I really want to say? Um, so I think the process of sitting down and writing a letter, because then when I got over the, like, you did this, you did that, you did this, like, and naming every single thing he did, moving from that to, I wish my childhood would have looked like this, but that's not what it looked like, and I'm going to forgive you for that, but right now the boundary I need is I don't really want to talk about it. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, so that's another lie that I think we have to get over is forgiveness is very different than reconciliation. Like, I could forgive my dad, but everything's not perfect or hunky-dory between the two of us. Like, we are still estranged. You know that. Um, so forgiveness doesn't equal reconciliation or, like, repaired or restored relationships necessarily. And I think being knowing that forgiveness can be freeing without this sort of reconciliation or there's reconciliations that I do not want to undermine by saying happy ending, but I think we get tied up with wanting everything to be okay and we miss the power of forgiveness of letting it go. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. So I guess the, the big question that I think most of us wrestle with is ourselves more probably than other people. We can't forgive ourselves for doing this or not doing that and making this choice to do whatever it is. Um, yeah, you can't undrink, you can't unsay, you can't undo. There, There's something you've done mm -hmm. in your life to someone else that you can't undo and you live with it every day. So how do you forgive yourself? Yeah. Is that your question to me? And it seems to me that, I mean, unless you actually just start having amnesia, that forgetting with yourself would be even more difficult than uh, forgetting someone else. So I don't know how much of that is an option, but it almost feels like it would be the most freeing way. Yeah. Um, for folks that are really wrestling and haunted by that. Yes, yeah, so I come at this from a person who follows Jesus. I cannot tell you about forgiveness in the deepest sense of how I experienced it without telling you about the ways that accepting the forgiveness of Jesus changed my life. Um, there are things that I have done that are just not great. And I, I, I can remember the moments in my life where I'm like, I can't unsay that to that person. I can't undo that. I can't fix this on my own. Like there is this hurt or this harm or this pain that I've caused and I'm, I, I carry the shame about it. I carry this pain about it. It like hurt me. And I realized that I did not have the power by myself to forgive myself for that. And it became really clear to me that I have my whole life 
prior to accepting the forgiveness of Jesus, been told to forgive or to follow Jesus. Follow Jesus, follow Jesus, follow Jesus. Do what Jesus does. Follow Jesus, follow Jesus, follow Jesus. That's what I thought I was supposed to do. And no one told me the power that I would experience in my own life when I let Jesus forgive me first. Mm. So there's this verse in Romans 8 that like essentially says, condemnation no longer belongs to you or to the law or to the rules of the world. Condemnation, I'm taking it on and you are free. So whatever that deep, dark, awful thing is, quit holding on to it. Quit zipping it in your backpack and stuffing it down in the bottom and praying nobody sees it or knows about it or brings it back up. Quit letting it be on the surface and everything you do is defined by, I might fail, I might hurt somebody, I might do this again, I might, I might, I might. Quit, so don't, don't pretend like it doesn't exist because if you suppress it, it's still wait and it's gonna at some point rear its ugly head. But also don't leave it on the top of your backpack defining every single thing that you do. Give it to Jesus. And I, I, I know some of you aren't Jesus followers who are watching this, but you, you are incapable of forgiving yourself. Let Jesus have that. And it, it doesn't mean that there's not something that's going to happen that's going to remind you of the thing that you did wrong. There's, there's going to be moments where that twinge of shame comes back, but you are no longer defined by that. You are defined by how God sees you. And God, because of what Jesus was able to do, no longer sees that weight in your backpack, in the top or in the bottom. What God sees is a person who is freed up to live with a purpose to shine light and ignite change in the world. Mm. You cannot do that for yourself. Yeah. I could not do it for myself. I had to let Jesus do it. So if you're not Christian, if you've not given that piece of your life to Jesus, I don't know the answer to this question. That's my answer is I had to give it to Jesus. And it is the most freeing and amazing and powerful thing to know that God sees you whole and forgiven and capable of doing yeah. something new and mighty and amazing in the world. And you are no longer weighed down by that by that wrong, by that, some of us call it sin, by that thing that we did. Because you can't undrink it, you can't undo it, you can't unremember, like it's it's there. And there is something about knowing or being reminded of it that makes it even more precious that you are forgiven. Like, mm -hmm. guess what? That doesn't have power over me anymore. It doesn't have power over me anymore. And I think, honestly, because I was able to experience that forgiveness from Jesus, I was able to forgive my dad, forgive other people who've hurt me in a way that, that also gave me freedom. That's awesome. It really is. It really is. There are some of you who are probably listening today who followed Jesus for years and years of your life. And my one piece of advice is keep following. Do things like Jesus forgives, right? Like be like Jesus, please. But also let Jesus forgive you and quit dragging those heavy, painful memories and things that you've done around in your life. Quit doing it because Jesus is ready to free you up to mm. shine light and ignite change. Amen. Thanks for joining us on New Perspectives. We hope that this has offered a new perspective perspective on one of those age-old problems so you can be freed up to shine light and ignite change. Again, please hit that like, subscribe, or um, share button right now. It's a huge way that you can help us help as we've been helping you today. So again, thank you for joining us. See you next week.